Oh my goodness. <laughs> are we going to start? I don't know. Are we? I'm day drunk. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Here we are, and welcome to a very special Western edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. You may hear some ambient noise on this episode because we are merely 10 feet away from cactuses. Cacti? Cactuses? Cacti. Cacti don't Cactusine? Cacti. Cactusine. That's your group. Cacti. Cacti. Cacti don't make noises. <laughs> no, they're if you... But we're probably about a hundred feet from horses, and they make noises. Well, we're five feet from our family, so <laughs> <They> that's <laughs> the worst. They of make the, the most noise. I, and so we I'm are. I'm a little worried for my marriage after only two days of this vacation. <laughs> I will be honest. I'm a little worried for our deposit because I'm sure <laughs> they're going to kick us out. Now, I will say we thought for the first couple of days we definitely thought we were. This is day the... two, so. Yeah, for the first day, we thought like we, we were the only Jews here. But then we definitely met some Jews at the pool. Oh, and really? then I realized yeah. that in addition to Chinese food on Christmas, Jews go to dude right. ranches yeah. on Christmas. Apparently. It's like I'm, a thing I'm we didn't funny. know. I was worried but they're, they're that... they're Jews from they, the South. They're from Atlanta. So this is yeah. what Southern Jews do, I guess. I guess so. I was definitely <laughs> worried... We're related to Southern that Jews. The, ...that the oh. staff here would not know how to handle a family, a large family of high-maintenance Jews... But I have to say, day two, they're keeping up. They are. They really are keeping keeping up. up. They They have, like, curious looks on their faces. But (laughs) when I went into the reception again today, she just, hi, Lily. (laughs) (laughs) To get the the allergenic food. She was like, what is it now? I was like, hey, girl. (laughs) Uh, But people have been super nice. Like, very, very lovely. Lovely, hospitable, awesome cowboys. Among the cowboy activities we've done, we've done some loping. We did a ride Which is, explain out. what loping is. It's, it's, it's not galloping, like, it's not but like without looping. the gas. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's just loping without the gas. So I think, the, I think a gallop is when all four legs come up with the ground. There's a moment where the horse has no legs on the ground. That's Whoa. how fast you're it's going. It's like so, a slow gallop. So we've done slow some gallop. sloping, and we went to a pre-dawn breakfast. Pre-dawn breakfast? It was like at 9 a.m. Oh, pre-dawn for Lily. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying that we we horseback rode to a breakfast in the desert, I have to say, which to me gives me so much cred. I don't need to describe it any more than that. I think that <laughs> there the was food was amazing. Food I think was that amazing. Will continue to be my. I mean, we're only on day two, but there's no way anything can beat cowboy cookout. Yeah, I mean, not for this family. Yeah. Now, yeah. Becky described, now, we are... Except for a fashion photo shoot montage in the shop where we all turn on hats. <laughs> Which there's a flavor no, of I on actually, the Friday I Night left. Movie Instagram. I couldn't, that was too much fun for me. <laughs> it's too I embarrassing needed a nap. <laughs> so, Becky, now, the food at the ranch has been quite special. Becky described it in a way when I got Shai's there. She ran, favorite food. She ran up to me and she's like, you're going to love this food. And how did you describe it? I would say it's somewhere between camp food and airport food. Airport food. But airport like, food or amp- airplane food? No, airport. I, I said, said airport. airport. I meant like a nice restaurant at the airport. No, which is I, somewhere felt, between... I feel like it's between camp and airplane food. I'm no, in heaven. I don't think it's... Yeah, <laughs> no, but no, no, I think no, no. They, this food deserves a bit more credit than plastic wrap. Like, yeah. This is... But it's not like... It's pretty good. It's not any nicer than a nice restaurant at the airport. That's about as yeah. nice as it's going to get. But a lot but of the dishes... Kind of, that's... And that's exactly... A lot of the dishes have like a, a natural built-in comfort food flavor pack. Oh, yeah. Them. We've had... 
chicken legs. I love chicken legs. And chicken tenders. And chicken tenders. And chicken sandwiches. And chicken sandwiches. There was like some kind of roast beef sandwich happening. And there and and also giant I, hunks of meat that they grill on an outdoor barbecue. Like barbecue. Thing. I mean, and giant. For dessert, they had a cherry pie the first night. It was quite fluffy and delicious. Cheesecake. Cherry cheesecake. It was fluffy and delicious. Okay, so we've done that. We also did something called group. Penning, penning, penning yes. competition. A penning competition. Where we where, learn- Let me just say this. Okay. I was not in competition with anyone. Okay, I was there to have fun. Every, I don't compete. But, I mean, we ran into other people from the ranch later. Not, not the Jews. And they <laughs> obviously not the Jews. And they came the up Jews to us. And they were, were, there were no other Jews there but us. All but the then, Jews were at the pool today. <laughs> yeah, and, and now we realize that's where the Jews go in the afternoon. <laughs> and they wanted to know, but people were like, "So, what was your time? How well did you do in the group penning?" So, to so just to set this up for I don't you, think they timed us. Group penning is where you go with a team of three riders and in our case it's a total of four people it's our 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 case it's a total of four riders so you get a wrangler and you get your three family members and you ride down the range and you split two cows off yeah if you're good enough you can just do four people you don't oh, need the oh. Wrangler. No so one else they has just a gave us the Our Wrangler. Our family had a Wrangler per group. So like a babysitter. Yes. Okay. Nobody else had that but us. It's like when the counselor has to be on your team because you're not good enough. Yeah. Or, or like when you get it when mom and dad when put coach, you on their team. Yeah, when the coach put For, you on Or like when I put you on my team playing video games. Yes. I'm like you're on my team. That's exactly okay. what it was. So... The Wrangler, and then you have to split three cows off from the herd, or like in our case, they're like, look, three are already split <laughs> off. Three are already on their way to the pen. <laughs> and then you have to guide them into the pen. No, wait, you're missing the best part. As you go down and you're, the... You're like, a tr- like going fast down down the um, down the ranch to go get these. Yeah. You know, so you're loping down the corral... To get We're just using words here. The range, the, the corral, you're, you're loping the blacksmith. Down, you lope yeah. down the corral where you then have to separate three cows from right. the herd. Or in our case, they were They're... pre-separated, but they like let us think we separated them. Yeah. And so uh, now before you're allowed to do this, though, they asked the whole group of people, has anyone passed the fast riding test? It's like a deep ender swimming test. They have a fast riding test. And of course, everyone in our family, no one in our family had passed it. Yes. And I very excited jumped in and said, I would like to go first. Now, how would you guys describe my, well, I think, I think you could describe it as in this, in there's like, they invented a system for tests where it's pass or fail. And I failed. So <laughs> I think it's, and they that's said, how I would describe it. They you said, failed. They said before the ride, they said, anyone who um, takes this test passes. And you, <laughs> you broke them all. As I'm, riding, as I'm riding back, Becky whispers to me across the whole corral, Shy, I think this is like the time that we did trapeze and you were the only one who didn't pass. <laughs> Which is another great a story for another time. That, that's true. When, but this time I, I passed because of, what'd you say? Lack of skill, as opposed to because I was yeah, too yeah, fat yeah, for the yeah, trapeze. Yeah. You, the you, you the genuinely <laughs> failed just purely based on no Your lack of no skill. skill. But they still let you lope. Well, so, I don't. I I guess they just outweighed like the liability versus you know how sad you were gonna be. So they were like, ah, just let but him it, do but it. But it so so we did that, and I would say we we did pretty well. The family cheered us from the side, the ones who weren't in it. And then another thing we did, which I felt like is more in my kind of cowboy, man against nature kind of ways, whereby the 
Dude Ranch has its own little movie theater screening room. It's very cool. It has Which projector. is, let's be honest, the reason we agreed to this dream. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has their thing. But in order to get the movie that we were going to watch, which was on my iPhone, the Meg, on the big screen, we needed to, I would say, do some MacGyvering of their video system. And we brought in a cowboy from the ranch. Lily went and brought a cowboy in who had mm-hmm. a pliers. Mm-hmm. And then we hooked up the television and we watched The Meg last night, which I think leads me to ask sort of our first pop culture question of the evening. Uh, Becky and I had already seen The Meg. Lily, it was your first viewing of The Meg. What um, did you think? It lived up to every expectation that and I had. What were your expectations? My expectations, well, I guess I could say that I really wanted to see Jason Statham punch a shark, but he stabbed a shark very close up, and that met all my expectations. Um, the acting was definitely just bad enough, and so it was it, in the right place. It was in the right the place movie, for yeah. the movie. So it no gives one was you, no one was reaching too high. Yeah, no. And he makes most of the people in the movie look like... Like, they make him look like Academy Award winning. So, um, it definitely lived up to those expectations. And oh, wait. Maybe pause a sec. Oh, there's a... That was, those were just... Um, Some ruffians. Ruffians. What are the regulators. At the ranch. No. Outlaws? Outlaws. Outlaws. Outlanders? No. No. Outlaws. Outlaws. And uh. so... Um, I would say that I don't know if it was the movie theater setting because it was like on a big screen in a movie theater, but the best part of the movie was witnessing my sister-in-law, who I guess had also never seen it, jump 10 feet in the air every time a shark came out. Oh, yeah. She, and and she like, made like a um, hilariously like cute screeching squeal. screeching sound. So, <laughs> it was amazing. So that was really fun. I yeah. It's a good time. I think like you should just, if you're going to see that movie, take it for there, what it is. It's exactly what it promises to be and so i feel like if you want a movie that delivers on its promise but i also think i was smart to wait to watch it with like the right people in the right setting at a ranch in a movie theater i also (laughs) think it's a film that requires it begs you to talk through it to give commentary. Oh, yeah. If you're, like, going to be annoying and serious about this you movie, need to uh, enjoy it I'm not going to watch it. Is. Yeah, there's no shark character development in this movie. Right. I-, I would say that one of the reasons why I felt most comfortable watching it at this vacation is that this is a vacation where we are entirely landlocked. Like, aside from the pool where I'm a little bit upset <laughs> that the Meg could be in there. That's a good point. I think, I like, like... I feel like we're choosing the wrong movie for this vacation, but I guess you don't want to watch this on a beach vacation. We're not watching this in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not so, Australia. So an interesting thing about the Meg is that the Meg on Rotten Tomatoes rests at a 46% from the critics. I feel like that's accurate. And I think that Maybe it's accurate. Maybe it isn't. But I think that we've had, I think... No, it it is. I just said it. It's accurate. Fine. It is accurate. (laughs) We've had a bit of a war on Rotten Tomatoes, as everyone does, right? It's not not like it's the website's fault, right? It's all the critics. I would say it's more of a war on critics rather than Rotten Mm -hmm. Tomatoes. So a war on Rotten Tomatoes scores. And what we've decided to be the theme of this week's episode... I don't know, week at this point. We're really fudging the time. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. could be today. This could be tomorrow. It could be two weeks from now. Is... We're, we, I challenged my sisters to look on Rotten Tomatoes and find movies that were 45% or under. So they had to be rated by critics worse than The Meg and make the case for why those movies are actually among your favorite like awesome movies that you love. So we're going to do maybe a little bit of a, a round robin, or do you guys want to go list by list? 
That was a horse. Just galloping <laughs> no, by. It was, <laughs> was an extraordinarily tall human just <laughs> right by us. Well, who beat Dad in basketball yesterday? To, yeah. Well, wow. Yeah, yeah. Dad. Um, he tried so he, hard, he though. Was, he, was, he was. He let her win. Dad and I played. He let her I will win. say, he Dad and win. I played basketball today. Played a game of horse, and Dad crushed me. Well, that I could see. It's so funny when Dad told me that story. He was like, "Sean, I play basketball," and I was like, "Really?" He's like, "I beat him something something," and I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, he did really well." I was like, "What kind of game was this?" And he's like, "You know, like I do a shot, he has to copy it, and I and he does a shot, I have to copy it." I was like, "Oh wow, Dad!" It did not occur to me that that was horse. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, are we? How deep into our into our explanations are we going? I, I mean, just don't take too long. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, I think okay. it's important to set parameters for Lily. No, I don't have a lot <laughs> to say. Becky, you go first with one of yours. We knew you took the longest to make d- the list, but somehow I feel like you'll be the shortest in your explanation. Well, you have my list. I, have I think list. round robin. So, okay. okay. Well, the first one. Oh, and by the way, whoever has the lowest scored Wins. movie. Wins and and I we, think it's we, me. we all know the score. It's <laughs> definitely me. I thought it was gonna be me, oh, but then well, I think made the oh, mistake no, of telling yours. you. Yeah, mine. no, Lily's wins. Okay, so my first the well, we can also look at our aggregate. What immediately came to mind uh, when I proposed this game was the new Baywatch with The Rock and Zac Efron. If you've listened to some of our older episodes, I have mentioned this quite often. It only has 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is insane. It's insane. The game is rigged. For the life of me, I cannot figure it out. Because if, first of all, standalone on its own, it has everything. It's delightful. It's funny. It has action. It has such great uh, buddy, buddy cop kind of stuff going on. It has, you know... that like '80s style yeah. raunchy humor, but 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 with but a like, current era edge to it, so heart. it's sort yes. of like and not it has so like, and it, I feel like it has such a great buddy story in it, you know, that really shows them like coming together and becoming a team. Um, and oh wait, I I lost my train of thought. Sorry. They watch. You love it. You yeah, watch it on I, planes. I love it. I, lo- I love it. it I watch it on planes, and I recommend it to people all the time. I feel like it definitely has a bad rap here, with only seventeen percent. You Agre- know, agree. Agree, yeah, agree, agreed. Agreed. All right, Lily. Buy, for sure. Oh, yeah, I would buy that. Every one of these movies has to be a buy if you put it on. Oh, then I should definitely take one of mine off, because <laughs> I don't think I would buy that. Well, well you put it on All right, me. Hook. It. Damn it. Hook. Hook. Yeah, that's a crime. I feel like that's, like, yeah, maybe it's, like, inflation one. or something. Or are you looking at the right website? Maybe it's I mean, a Spanish one. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's the Spanish Tomates Rotten Tomatoes. Is the right hook? I think, yeah, I think so. How many okay, hooks are so, there? So make the case for hook. Um, it's amazing. End of story. I'm done. Mm, you're totally right. I mean, like, the it's, hook, it's the, the tale. child it's for kids. Enjoyment. It's, you know, Robin Williams is fantastic. It stars the, Rufio. It stars Rufio. Rufio. And not only that, I feel like I don't, I don't think there's any CGI in that movie or like whatever, maybe no, a little bit old, of, it's a Spielberg it's movie. Like, yeah. And it's like old school special effects and the scene when they imagine the, the food, the food, the food uh, fight. And the imagining food. the food alone food brings fight. that up to 80%. Uh, for sure. It's just, a, I feel like it's a I really mean, special maybe movie. Maybe the whole Tinkerbell and Julia the, Roberts is Tinkerbell. No, Tinkerbell no, no. and Robin and, uh, and, uh, Peter, you know, her being that, in love with him. But that's a resolution of a long-going yeah, story. I mean, you don't I mean, know what goes on with fairies. It's unrequited love. And it's Gwyneth's so. first movie. So, so that's a bye, 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 and does not deserve. How many percent did I say it got? Um, 28%. It doesn't make any sense. That seems bullshit. weird. I feel like, yeah, that's 
that's I'm still wondering if Lily looked at the right uh, I'll double check right now. Okay, so mine I'm gonna go with. So this is so I realize my list has higher rated movies than you guys, but I'm gonna go with Nacho. You did a clear like right at like a 42. percent Well, I went by my memories of movies that I thought critics didn't like, but I loved and and to me because I just rewatched it with the kids. Nacho Libre, absolutely. I've never seen it. It has. It is so odd. It's Mike White who wrote it, and I he believe is so it, weird. I told I believe Shai. It's Jared Shai's like, Hess. what? He's done School of Rock. I'm like, he's done some strange movies. He's and, got a dark past. And it's directed by Jared Hess, I believe, who did, maybe you guys could check, Jared Hess, who did Napoleon Dynamite. I think it was the first yeah. movie he mm-hmm. did after that. So and it has that weird Napoleon Dynamite style of humor where everything's just a little bit off base, and there's just Jack Black clearly improv and just creating mm-hmm. this totally wacky character. And it has one of my favorite Peter Stormare uh, cameos ever where he plays this like water wizard character that they travel with to go drink Amazing. eagle eggs. And anyways, Nacho Libre is a must watch. It's definitely a buy. I own it in various formats. All right, Becky, give us another one. Number two on my list, which is a rare, which is, it's rare to, to like a sequel, I think better than an original, but I'm going to go out and say it. I enjoyed the sequel to Bad Moms. That would be Bad Moms Christmas far better than I like the original. And, and I think what's so great about it is that they already have the rapport, the, the, the characters, right? And then the introductions of their mothers into the scene, I think just ups the ante as far as the the comedy that you have going on there is spe- especially what's her name Kabel no Christian, Christian oh, Baranski yeah Christian uh, Baranski Christian Baranski is she is just uh, she's phenomenal I the one of the funniest thing I think the scene where she and Mila Kunis are like literally physically battling it out over the Christmas decorations I like you know peed my pants a little that that kind of situations but i don't hear a lot of concurring here on i would bad not buy i that do movie. not like that I, movie no. i own it but i do bad not like mom's it. christmas i liked it i wouldn't uh, buy it it was I fun to see one i liked it better I than love, the first really oh, i liked it way better than the first i, I mean think, i do I think love argument, what's I, her name his name's eyebrows i like when peter gallagher comes in a movie mm, and i get to see his it's got a great eyes. Eyes. it has a lot of things no. i love but it's not a movie that i felt i could sit through look it's got Kristen bell it's got Mila Kunis. It's got Peter Gallagher's eyebrows, mm-hmm. and well, it's Han. got and it's got Catherine, Catherine Hahn, and it's got Christine Baranski. It's got all things that I truly, truly love. I just think the story. Love. I think the writing could have been tighter. And mm-hmm. Susan Sarandon. Oh my God! Yeah. So everything. There's a lot of ingredients. Whereas I'm more of a daddy's home too kind of guy. Oh. Okay, wait. That, <laughs> yeah, I a lot of John Cena. In that one, basically really. the same thing. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lily, take it away. What's your next one? My next one is Tommy Boy. That's one of my all-time favorite so comedies. So I'm going to challenge you once again. You have picked two movies that are classic. No, but Tommy Boy's 42%, so it's just skating under our limit. But also... But I think where, that should be 95%, What at were least. critics thinking when they slammed Tommy Boy? That it's movie was genius. hilarious. Becky? Was I Boy? mean, no, I mean, it's, uh, there's so many quotable moments. Lily used to Bad quote that. guy in a little and like, coke. I think you have a thick... Thick candy shell. I think your brain has a thick candy shell. Or your head has a thick candy shell. There's so many quotes. Okay. So, all right. So, my next one is going to be... It's another one that had 40%, but I think a lot of people hate this movie. I literally can't find a movie that has... That that was a cow growling in the background. A dinosaur cow. And the next one that I'm going to pick is a movie that got a good rating... But also, I think, is very much maligned by people. I think I'm the only person who loves it, but I love it. I love this movie. I own it in multiple formats. I've seen it many, many times. And it is Speed Racer. It was the movie that the Wachowski brothers made after The Matrix. 
it has incredible special effects and it uh, is uh, it's got Emil Hirsch it's got was it good? Because I haven't seen it. terrific. How does and it compare you... to Ready Player One? No, no, it's much better than Ready Player One. Yeah. Because, okay, so there's a theme in the movies that I'm picking here, I just realized. There's a theme in the movie that I'm picking here, is that these are movies that you're watching and you're like, what were they thinking when they made this? Who did they think this was going to appeal to? Because they're just like a little bit odd. Like they all have odd senses of humor. Like Speed Racers is ostensibly a serious movie that makes all this racing stuff sound super serious, mm-hmm. but it's actually quite... Like Does it take place weird. in the future-ish? Like, it's really hard to tell. But mm-hmm. I, I would say Speed Racer is a really worthy... It's really, really long. It's almost entirely done with CGI, but on purpose. The racing scenes are a lot of fun. The way the Wachowskis approached it is they said that it would be... Um, the Wachowskis said that it, they wanted to do, like, kung fu with cars, so they called it car-fu. Oh, God. I don't think that's a thing. It's, no. Well, no, but they, they could do it at the time. Anyways, it totally bombed. They don't have a good track it has, record. It's very, it's very stylized. Besides Matrix. The first it's, one. It's very stylized. And Sense8. That's it. The first season. It's got... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyways, so that's my case for Speed Racer. Stylized, weird, has so an awesome So far, I'm system. winning. I just I think it's a strange movie. All right, Becky, hit know. us with another one. Was number three on my list was, oh, a childhood classic. If you haven't seen it, drop what you're doing. I highly recommend watching Some, it. Something tells me Alana Austin is watching this movie right now. Um, it was on rotation in our house. It was a regular film to watch, especially when we were homesick. So if you're not feeling well, it's winter time. Maybe you have a little cold and you're staying home. Who's Harry Crumb starring the genius John Candy, who plays, I mean, a plethora of roles. I mean, it's starring John Candy, but as 25 different people. Well, no, he's, his amazing. character dresses up as other people. Yes, no, I know. Like, that's that's the fun. So, who's Harry Crumb? Harry Crumb is a private detective, and he's hired to find the kidnapped daughter of a millionaire, except... Wow, you remember this plot Except he's hired because point. he's really a terrible detective, but he's also <gasps> kind of a mad genius. And one of his brilliant tricks is that he dresses up in disguise. So, for example, he dresses up as, like, an esthetician, remember, and he does that. It's like a masseuse. I think he's supposed to be Israeli. He's supposed to be, like, it is one of the most amazing scenes ever. And And he plays tic-tac-toe in the mud on the woman. And the bad guy is the one from Ferris Bueller. Jeffrey Jones. Yes. And anyway. Who's in prison for terrible things. Terrible things. things. So we won't mention him. We're not going to mention his stuff, but he's in prison for terrible things. Oh, I didn't know He has a real-life villain. Yeah. He has a real-life villain, which is really sad because he's a talented guy, but blah. And his movie. Movies that he's, he's he's tarnished movies sadly yeah. with really? his reputation. How did and I not know that? His crimes. Uh, they're right. Moving on. Google them. Ugh, well, sorry, but anyways, I guess if you can watch that and maybe like blur out his face, he's not <laughs> in it that much. Um, John it, Candy's it, incredible. It is a typical Jeffrey Jones role though, where he's like the villain, like a that's weaselly constantly villain, be, weaselly villain that's constantly being abused. Yeah. Um, all, right, all right, my next one uh, is it? No, it's Lily's turn. Lily's turn. Minus. Oh, and that one has okay. a twenty-seven percent. Yeah, I mean, it's almost as much as Hook, which I just still don't think is accurate. <laughs> People were like, <laughs> Harry "Wow, it's only slightly better than Harry Crumb." <laughs> right. And then rolling in at a fifteen percent, which I'm not saying it needs to get even forty. Well, it should get fifty. I would give this movie fifty. I don't think it should get forty-five. But they gave it fifteen. Is Encino Man? Oh, what a Brendan Fraser! Oh, I love Polly me. Shore. Some, Come on, some early Brendan Fraser is one the of 90s? my favorite eras. Oh yeah, Brendan Fraser. I love and, Airheads. And yeah, yes, Airheads. And I feel like Polly Shore is just—he was awesome in the nineties. Like, yeah, that's when he was great. 
So I was peak Polly Shore. I just feel like I'm not saying it needs. I mean, I would buy it. I'm not saying you need to, but I I think 15% is way harsh. I would watch it right now. I remember in the old days of when when the movie channels, when like when you had movie channels, but we didn't get them in our house. Of course not. The Canadian ones, but you could watch the channel that had the commercials for the movie channels, (laughs) like all day when you were homesick. I would watch, and the Encino Man commercial would come up all the time. So good. I could really, I could also give you a great summary of that one, but let's move on. So so here's a classic. I want to dedicate this to Josh Crew. Sean Astin? I was going to ask you guys if you can name the other guy. It's Sean Astin. Polly Shore and? Is it Sean Astin? No. Sean Astin. I was literally just about to ask you both, but then you moved on. (laughs) It's Sean Astin. What? Who's the other friend? It's Polly Shore and? I have no idea. Thank you for the win, Sean Astin. (laughs) Sean Astin. I would never have guessed that. Because I remember him so clearly making a plea for wanting to, like, Hate how this guy would help, how like the, the caveman would help them get prom dates somehow. And I like really specifically remember that scene. Logic, I guess it's in there somewhere. So, my next one is going to be dedicated to Josh Crew and uh, my college roommate. And we watched this, I can't tell you how many times. We had had it, I want to say we had it on VHS, but then eventually we had it on DVD. That's how old he is. And then it, star- <laughs> it stars Ashton Kutcher. And Sean William oh, Scott. Oh God, that's good. About yeah. two brave men, who party so hard that they lose their car. <laughs> and it is Jennifer called Garner. Gen- yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner and the other one uh, from Full House. He has Garner. Jennifer Garner. Garner. Yeah. And then oh yeah, I don't remember her. I don't remember her name right now, but she's awesome. Um, the one from Full House that played the mean friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's been on other stuff yeah. like Boston Legal and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, Dude, Where's My Car? This is a hilarious movie. Again, what they were thinking when they made this, I have no idea. But it's like it's like a combination of like a college comedy and a sci-fi movie at the same time. And frankly, Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher play these hilariously dumb friends that sort of accident themselves into saving humanity. Marla Sokolov. Marla Sokolov, yeah. that's it. And it is hilarious, and I bet you if you watched it now, it's aged much better. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I want to rewatch it. So speaking of movies we have not seen in a long time, but I do remember so many scenes and lines from it. It makes me think that I did love it and might still love it. Vegas Vacation. Arguably the worst of the vacation movies, I admit. But I think, vacation, has, my favorite, I think it has. I think it had some serious charm. As Shy and I were, were reminiscing before, Mr. Papa Mi- Giorgio. Mr. Papa Giorgio. You know, I think it's. Uh, All I remember is Mr. Papa Giorgio, Wayne Newton trying to steal the wife, and at the end of the movie, they drive away in amazing cars. Oh, and Christy Brinkley yeah. isn't in it again, but she's a mom with a baby in a car seat. That's all I yeah, remember. So Shy remembers more than I do, and that got a whopping so far. Now puts me in the lead. 13%. That's true. Dude, where's my car was 18% and you've immediately eclipsed me. Okay. Oh. Lily. I I thought when I was going to say this one, everybody would be on my side, but this got a 9% and I feel like you both agree. I don't know if anybody else out there saw Drop Dead Fred as a kid. That movie oh, that traumatized me. I love like, that oh, movie. Becky, funny movie with Phoebe Cates. Phoebe it's Cates. basically a horror movie about I a woman whose imaginary it. friend is in love with her and tries to ruin her life. I love is, that movie. Is he real or not? He's not no, real. No, he's not real. It's a figment of her imagination. She just But crazy. he destroys her life. Well, he well, he's not like kind really. of real. He's kind of real. I kind of, but I was rooting for them he to get together real. the whole movie. Well, that's weird. No, she no, they're not supposed to get together. She is sort of like was sort of 
just like this little girl's mom was so mean to her growing up so she had this crazy imaginary friend and then who like might she, be real who might be real but I don't, I don't think he is but then when she gets older no she has to take medication so she doesn't see him because it's almost like 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 a, she's like a, like so, a mental illness or yeah something? like a voice in her head so she actually takes We're, we all remember very different versions anyways the point is that when she's older her life is like this like cookie cutter perfect life her mom has made for her but she's not necessarily happy well i don't remember that i thought she was like getting engaged but the guy's not nice oh wow okay we need to rewatch it anyways and drop dead fred comes back as like her childhood imaginary friend and wreaks havoc on her life but makes her like love life again so basically this movie is like fight club yeah, I like she has an imaginary friend like that's really pretty... her that destroys her life, yeah, but also like kind destroys of her life but t- saves, her life. saves her life. So basically, Fight Club I... is a remake of Drop Dead Fred. I just we don't think that. it needs Correct. to be a nine percenter. All right, mine. Oh, we, it's one we've discussed many times. with nine percent. My next one is a forty-two percenter, which it looks like a masterpiece in terms of the <laughs> critics, but a movie that people are really mean about. But truthfully, I think is a brilliant satire. Again, weird sense of humor to it, and that's Death to Smoochie. Oh, uh, that's, that's a, a that's a buy and should be in the nineties. That's a great It's a film. dark and really interesting movie that someone, I hope, writes an essay like revisiting it because the whole issue of the children's cookies? television. <laughs> the cookies. The cookies. Yeah, he's like giving out the cookies, but they're all like shaped like penises. Like, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's cookies. true. And he, I forgot about that, right? When he tries to ruin um, yeah. uh, Smoochie. No, but also. Uh, Everybody's I'll, fantastic. The acting is fantastic. Ed the Norton, writing. Ed Robin Norton Williams. Is, it's they're brilliant. Fantastic. So that's that one. Are we on our last ones? This is my last, last one. Ones, okay, last so my round. last one now. While it does not have the lowest percent, I will say it will come as the biggest shocker. And Lily, you can bow down to me after I say it, and you realize I've come up with the best one yet. Is Empire Records? Wow, what did that get? Twenty nine percent. I'm pretty sure. It Why only... do we even follow Rotten Tomatoes? This is yeah. a Shonda. So this is an this episode. Is it. This is yeah, what we're breaking why, this why down. Why Rotten this Tomatoes is, is a Shonda? It's that's a... what. Complete bullshit. Empire um, Records. It's a classic. It's a classic. That I deserves mean, as. Much, I'm sorry. That deserves almost as many as any John Hughes film. I'm not saying it's, it's up there with a John it's Hughes. It's pretty incredible. But like if a John Hughes around the '90s, and it should get an '80. I've rewatched it, it, it has, recently. It holds up. And and I would say the, the, your point about John Hughes though is really important because people remember John Hughes movies sometimes as if they were just comedies, but they all have an edge of darkness in them. That Empire Records is a dark dark movie yeah and and that's where yes. i think it really connects well to the to the john hughes movies <laughs> pause what's that loud breathing anyone else hear that uh, i don't know but i forgot my headphones that's fine no, i heard like a super I, I loud think it's breathing lily's phone is actually causing it oh too close yeah it definitely sounded like someone's going like this all right back on oh that was we, it empire should Records we do? my last all right. one lily no. <laughs> we're just going we're just rolling oh um my last one again i feel like with the like if dark crystal can be considered a good like <laughs> 80s movie why isn't legend considered a better like How why many, is this not more popular I think the people who see legend love legend and yeah. i really want to rewatch it who are these people where are you I, I don't know anybody else. I actually else. went down a rabbit hole reading. This is t- one of Tom Cruise's earliest movies. I think yeah. it's Ridley his Scott directed first it. movie? Could, I, could movie. it be his first movie? Uh, I don't know if it's his first movie. Maybe but, it's his second movie. But Ridley Scott directed it. Oh, Outsiders might be his first movie. Ridley Scott directed it, and it wa- it's filmed in this kind of crazy way, and Tim Curry, I think, plays the The de- bad guy. He plays the demon, demon devil guy. And, but guy. I've read that there are multiple, like all Ridley Scott movies, like Blade Runner, <laughs> um, 
there's multiple cuts of this movie. Cool. And multiple versions with different soundtracks. So apparently there's like an American version that's more of a, I think it's, I don't remember which one was, but I think an American version has sort of like a classic movie score kind of score. But then the, the international version has like this crazy synth score. I feel like if there's any one person that can get me this these versions, it's you, Shay. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get on it right away. That's we should, should awesome. We, we should watch the different versions. But I would so, really want to rewatch that movie with you guys because it's a cool, weird, creepy movie. That got 42. Movie. Like, it's not like it's terrible, but I'm surprised that's not considered like a classic fantasy 80s movie. So, I just uh, don't think enough people have seen it. I'll, round, I'll, I'll round this out with one that really needs no further discussion, and that is Breakin'. Wow. Oh, that's just... Starring Shabadoo, who we all... Oh, no, we. Me and my family and mom and dad danced with at the All-Star Comic Con last year. And Boogaloo Shrimp Michael Chambers. And... Kelly. Kelly. What was Kelly the actress's name? Oh, my God. I feel like I... it is actually just Kelly. No, no, it's not <laughs> Kelly. No, she... We, need um... a... we can't... We can't not remember her name right now. That would... That I'm, is... I'm not sure I... To me, she's always just Kelly. her name. Um, but continue. She it the movie. Anyways, is... it's a classic. It's perfect. Lucinda Dickey, that's her name, and it's a classic. It's perfect. It's about dancers from different sides of the tracks who get to know each other and who bring their respective style of dance to the stuffy people. And I was recently watching the last scene from Flashdance, and actually, I think most of that movie is unwatchable. It's like super depressing, like life in the steel town, and. The last scene is all right. I feel like Breakin' is an entire movie of the last scene of Flashdance. So if you romanticize Flashdance, go and watch the original Breakin'. And with that, we've come to the end of our segment. Do you have any... Well, I think we've just done a lot of recommendations. Yeah. So does anybody have any shout-outs that they would like to give? Um... To the yes. guy who helped us um, get our movie. Trevor. Trevor at the ranch. Thank you for helping us get our uh, movie watching game on. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the pilot of my flight on the way here. Okay. We had this. Random. No. No, it's it's a good story. Oh. We we went to go gate check our stroller, realized we didn't have a tag for it. I don't know how somehow when we were checking in, we didn't get a tag for just it. Just leave your stroller. That's what I do. And, <laughs> and I said, I was like, well, can I just leave it? And the pilot's like, no, 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 I'll go take care of it. And apparently they went. The pilots? What was the, the pilot the just pilot, hanging outside pilot, the airplane? No, this was as we're like, literally, it's the Southwest as we're about to get. We're like crossing the threshold onto the plane. And the pilot's like, don't worry, I got it. I'll take care of it. And apparently the flight attendant told me this. The guys at the check-in, at the counter, at the counter right there. They're like, there's the pilot handle. They were like, they were like, no, sorry, we're not going to print a ticket for you. And he like went back down to check in to like the main. So instead of flying the plane, this is why I don't fly Southwest. So instead of flying the plane and getting people on time, the the, the pilot was like, hold on, people. While we were boarding, while everyone was boarding, he went and he personally took care of this to make sure that our stroller would make it to its destination. Hold on. If you listen in the distance, you can hear the dinner the, bell ring. The ringing. dinner bell ring. No, that's on the, a real the appetizer bell. Oh, I was gonna say it's a dinner bell because we're on a real ranch. And Becky's like, no, that's the drinks and appetizers. So that's not a, that's not a real ranch that's thing. Not a real ranch. <laughs> and my hey, my shout. So Jews need snacks. That, ranch. That, that is a whoever. Great... The pilot was nice to me. I'm giving a shout out. Sure. Don't, don't yuck my yum here. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to a podcast that has been on hiatus for a while, but is back now. It is the Here's a Hypothetical podcast. And that's a great one. They are 
hilarious. But also, they went on hiatus right after we had sent them our own hypothetical question. And they wrote to me and said that they will be doing our hypothetical. So I have not listened to their latest episode all the way through it. I just started it. But I'm going to listen through to it. And people should check it out. They're hilarious. And uh, hopefully you'll hear the question from us. And uh, with that, the music will... Oh, where can people follow you? Sorry. Becky? Well, you can follow all of us, Wait. most importantly, on Instagram now. We I, have an Instagram account for I a for, movie. I forgot an important shout-out. I don't think I gave this the last time we podcasted. I Did know. I give a shout-out to the notes fact that write things down. I didn't check the old notes, and I can't remember. Quickly. Did I talk about how Weekends was shortlisted for an Oscar? No, you did not. Okay, so, so, so Weekends Film, which we brought up, I brought up a lot on this podcast. Uh, it was made by our friend Trevor Jimenez. It was shortlisted for an Oscar. What Maybe that means? Did bring it up. What that means is that it's it's one of the um, I think ten films that's on the shortlist, and then from that five will be selected for the nomination. But it's a huge, huge deal. So it's a I, massive honor, and we're really excited for Trevor. Academy voters who listen to this, yes. we know there's a few. Vote Maybe for I don't there know. are. There's definitely a few. There's definitely a few Academy voters. Weekends by Trevor Jimenez. Definitely. And with definitely. The, and uh, we, we run and, with a very lowbrow crowd and a very highbrow crowd. And uh, Lil, you were just about to say about our new thing that people can. Yes, follow. we have a new Instagram account um, that we are promoting, especially since we're the three of us are together. Which there's so much more material when we're together. So um, definitely follow us for lots of shenanigans and multiple posts of the same thing because we're all on the count and sometimes we don't realize when one has posted and, something. And live arguments. We, we've, been, we've been showing live pre-show arguments. We've been showing live. Um, so you can bicker along with us <laughs> exactly. in real time. And uh, maybe next up, I'll tell the story of how me, Allie, and our mom got kind of lost in the desert this morning. So to I, be continued. I was, I was there with you with my baby. I didn't say you when I named you. No. <laughs> I, I just you want too. so when you guys hear me bickering about the fact that I'm always left out, this is actual I just meant proof. like I was looking at I you. I wasn't even there though. I was looking at you, so, so I thought I'm, you I'm got not, it. I'm not the one I wasn't participating in leaving All you right, out. Lily's you just can leaving follow out on me on Twitter at paperbkprincess. Tweet to me about how horrible my siblings are. I, I will agree <laughs> with you. I am at Chichi K Gomez on Twitter. And I am at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the pancake shenanigans there. You can follow the podcast now on Instagram at FridayNightMoviePod.com. We also started a newsletter. We haven't sent out our first edition yet, but through that we are going to give fun stuff away. So go to the website, FridayNightMoviePod.com, and sign up. It's helpful to us. And rate and review us on iTunes and other places that you listen to podcasts. And with that, the music does it eat will kick in and we shall sign off and follow the gentle ring of the appetizer bell for the appetizers. <laughs> now we're doing a horror. <laughs> but we can grab the other Jews who are at the ranch. We can do a, we can do a minion. Fill it out. Fill it out. A minion. <laughs>